This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, it looks like DOD might be underreporting what it's spending on cloud services. CISA can expect a huge budget increase next year. And postal workers are reminded to rein in the rainmaking for personal gain. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Continuing resolutions are hurting agencies' ability to do business or hire. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman tells us why. The Government Accountability Office finds Congress enacted 47 continuing resolutions since fiscal 2010. Officials at the Agriculture Department tell GAO that CRs can cause hiring activities to slow down or pause. The Education Department says travel funds may be inaccessible during a CR and in some cases has to delay contracting decisions until it knows its final funding levels. Congress has enacted a CR in all but three of the last 46 fiscal years. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Government Accountability Office reports that the Defense Department is likely underreporting how much money it's spending on cloud services. In part, this is because DOD has not fully and consistently implemented the TBM the Technology Business Management Framework, as required by OMB in 2019. GAO found the Army and the Air Force did not follow leading TBM implementation practices, causing DOD to struggle in how it fully tracks IT costs. GAO recommended the DOD-CIO issue new guidance to ensure consistent TBM implementation. But the Pentagon disagreed with that recommendation, saying that the services and agencies are responsible for data quality. The Postal Service is reminding employees they can't get paid for speaking, writing, or teaching about their experience on the job. That includes writing a book or article about the specifics of their postal duties or internal postal information. Leaders there want the Postal Service to present a single, united message to the public. Anyone with questions about the policy can call the USPS Ethics Helpline at 202-268-6346. The Defense Health Agency comes out on top over a protest of one of its major IT services contracts. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. The Government Accountability Office upheld DHA's award to Prospecta Enterprise Solutions under its Enterprise IT Services Integrator Vehicle. Two losing bidders, Deloitte and Mantec, filed a protest after the May 13th award for this contract that is worth at least $640 million. GAO says Deloitte and Mantec's claims that the award was tainted by conflicts of interest were not supported. And GAO says the two losing bidders' allegations that the evaluation and selection decision were unreasonable and inconsistent also fell short. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The U.S. Copyright Office rolls out a new digital service for citizens seeking a copyright. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. The Copyright Office, part of the Library of Congress, has enabled online posting of documents for obtaining a copyright. Creators can establish an account using login.gov. They can pay the recordation fees through pay.gov and track their application statuses online. The enterprise copyright system goes public after a testing period that started in 2020. Mailing in paper is still possible, but the Copyright Office recommends online. Tom Temin, Federal News Network. 
The Bureau of Prisons must pay $300,000 in a discrimination settlement. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has the details. The American Federation of Government Employees says BOP prison wardens in Mississippi intentionally discriminated against a local union president. BOP must compensate Sidney Price for over 1,000 hours of union work that she completed in her own time. AFGE says federal wardens prohibited Price from working entirely on official time to perform union work, although the previous union president did not receive the same treatment. Price is the first black woman to serve as a chapter president for a federal correctional center. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The Defense Department is encouraging service members at risk for monkeypox to get vaccinated. Federal News Network Scott Massioni has more. The World Health Organization officially declared monkeypox a health emergency last week. The Defense Department's taking steps to ensure service members know how to stay safe. There's an approved vaccine within the United States, however, supplies are limited. DOD is working with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention on ensuring service members have access to the vaccine within 24 to 48 hours. DOD says service members should seek medical care immediately if they believe they were in close contact with someone who's infected. Monkeypox spreads through bodily fluids, rashes, and through respiratory droplets. Scott Massioni. Federal News Network. Lawmakers are shining a spotlight on the Coast Guard's troubled transition to a new financial management system. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The Senate Appropriations Committee is calling on Department of Homeland Security officials to explain payment delays and cost overruns after the Coast Guard switched to a new financial management system. The Coast Guard announced the official transition to the new DHS system in January. But technical delays quickly led to a backlog of payments for contractor invoices, permanent change of station claims, and other charges. The Appropriations Committee is directing a briefing on the Coast Guard delays, as well as asking for DHS's overarching strategy for financial systems modernization. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is in line for another budget increase. The Senate Appropriations Committee's 2023 Homeland Security Spending Bill includes $2.9 billion for CISA. That's $334 million more than CISA's current budget. The Senate Committee's bill would increase funding for cyber threat hunting and other CISA programs. Most military retirees in DOD's TRICARE system will soon pay for their health premiums out of their regular paychecks. Paying by allotment has been optional until now, but Congress sought to make it mandatory as part of the 2020 Defense Authorization Bill. The new rule is finally going into effect today, and once fully implemented, DOD says it expects to save about $3 million a year because it'll no longer have to cover the bank processing fees for retirees who currently pay with credit cards. The Senate Special Committee on Aging is looking into the accessibility of federal websites for seniors and people with disabilities. Pennsylvania Senator Bob Casey, the committee's chairman, calls on the Veterans Affairs Department to improve digital services for disabled veterans. He's also urging the Justice Department to restart government-wide reports evaluating the accessibility of federal technology. The Senate's bill funding the military would abolish the Hyde Amendment and expand abortion access for service members. The Hyde Amendment bans abortions by federal entities except in cases of rape, incest, or potential harm to the pregnant mother. If passed, the bill would significantly change how service members receive abortion care. Since Roe v. Wade was overturned, some service members have been grappling with travel and financial issues when seeking an abortion. Payday is going to be twice a month, the 1st and 15th, for all active-duty soldiers starting on October 1st. 
The new standard is part of the Army's effort to move to the integrated pay and personnel system. While the change will impact the number of times soldiers get paid each month, it will not change their total monthly compensation. Soldiers switching to semi-monthly are not going to miss a payment or have to stretch their money out because of the switch. And monthly returns on nearly all thrift savings plan stock and life cycle funds rose in July. The TSP bounced back after a June slump. The small cap stock index S Fund had the biggest improvement since June. It increased by 18.27%. The government securities-backed G Fund was the only fund that declined. It dropped slightly from 0.29% in June to 0.26% in July. The L Income Lifecycle Fund had the smallest monthly increase. It grew from negative 1.6% in June to 2.21% in July. All funds finished in the black for the first time since April 2021. For more on these stories, go to federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022, I'm Peter Masurlian. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.